All right. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be back. I, I love talking about romantic relationships and recovery because it is so complex and because it's so different. And there's so many different viewpoints on this. You know, you hear it all the time when you, you know, in treatment, when you get out of treatment, you're going to meetings and people are talking about, you know, oh, you have to wait one year before you, uh, you know, can date, you know, before you can get into a relationship. And I say no major decisions in your first year. Um, and, you know, when I first got into recovery, that's what I did. I, my sponsor said, wait a year. I said, okay. I waited a year on, at my birthday meeting when I received my one-year medallion. Um, I asked a girl out on a date. Um, and uh, I guess apparently because I had this 365 days and I had this coin, all of a sudden I was prepared um, to be in a relationship. And I did not find that to be true in my life. Um, I, I was, I was not prepared to be in that relationship. Um, you, you know, the, the, what makes this so complex is what about the people who were already in relationships? Um, is it, you know, what are they supposed to do? Just not continuing to work on their relationship? Um, are they supposed to only focus on recovery? Uh, I don't think that that's very fair to either, um, person in that relationship and it's not fair to the relationship itself and I always like to say it takes you know a me plus a me equals a we and so it takes one healthy me and another healthy me and when they can come together then they can have a healthy relationship you know relationships are 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 tricky and they don't make a whole lot of sense sometimes you know it's like trying to explain to somebody that one plus one equals three it's like, well, wait a minute, what are you talking about? One plus one doesn't equal three. Well, in relationships it does because you've got one individual, you've got another individual, and then you have a relationship. So you have three entities that require a lot of work, a lot of focus, a lot of attention. Um, and all of those entities, all three of those entities have to be working in harmony and have to be moving forward toward a shared goal. Now, in early recovery in particular, this can be very, very difficult. You know, for me personally, in my own personal recovery journey, when I was in early recovery, I was still trying to figure out how to separate whites and colors to do laundry. Like, that, that, that was the level of self-care I was on. You know, like, hey, let's bathe every day. You know, let's shampoo. Let's brush your teeth. Let's wash your clothes. Um when I was not able to do all of those things at a high level, I wasn't very attractive to someone else. I didn't have a whole lot to give someone else. So in early recovery, it's so complex because we have to find a way to do this self-care, to focus on ourselves. But at the same time, like life happens, people meet people. Um, so often, um, you know, you, we run a risk of, you know, people in early recovery um, can get distracted by relationships. Uh, relationships can look incredibly uh, attractive. Um, it's something that's new and fun and exciting. And oftentimes in early recovery, we as addicts are looking for things that are fun and new and exciting, and it feels good, and we're feeling for the first time in a long time. And all of that can be very distracting and can, can derail us from the task at hand of putting one foot in front of the other, of working on a healthy, balanced lifestyle, of having appropriate relationships um, with uh, 
friends, family, partners, um, and, and everything can become really muddled. And what happens for a lot of people is we start prioritizing this other person over our own personal recovery. And that's the big danger of recovery in, or I'm sorry, that's the big danger of relationships in early recovery is we take the focus off of our own personal journey and we put that focus on somebody else's journey or someone else's process or someone else's happiness. And until we can get our affairs in order and really do the work that we need to do to understand are we our best selves? Are we who we need to be? Do we really have something to offer? Or is it, you know, in a good, healthy relationship, you don't have to work incredibly hard to offer something to your partner. Who you are is an offering to your partner. But if you're still a work in process and you're still like trying to figure out how to make your bed, like you're still trying to figure out how to hold a job. Like if you're still figuring out, you know, what your relationship is with your higher power, like if you're still trying to figure some of these core elements of like self identity out, it's going to be very, very difficult for who you are to be an appropriate offering to someone else. And the only way that a relationship has lasting power is if I can offer to my partner and my partner can offer back to me. That is when relationships can grow and, and, and flourish and can and really you know, create a level of happiness and satisfaction that, that's, that's incredible. It's an incredible journey together. But it's kind of like in early recovery, we forget about our own personal journey. We just kind of hop on this, this other journey and this other path. And that can be very, very dangerous because we're not just talking about, you know, hey, I've lost focus on like my goal to, you know, lose 30 pounds. You know, it's like, no, I've lost the focus of the things that I have to do to save my life every day. Um, you know, that's the thing about addiction is if we get derailed from our path, these are life ending consequences. And like I said last week, like none of us exist in a vacuum and we, our actions directly impact the people around us and the people that care about us. Um, so we have to pay very close attention to what am I doing every day to create an atom? What am I doing to create a whole me that me enough is offering to a partner? I, I don't need to have to try to be something or someone else. If, that's, if I'm still at that place, then I'm not ready for a relationship. You know, so when I work with people, I, I typically don't try to quantitate it. I don't say it's a certain amount of days and then you're ready. For me, it's more about like, where are you in your process of self-discovery and self-awareness? And when you're enough, then you're ready. 
But when you're still trying to figure all that stuff out, you're not ready because you don't have the whole you isn't there to offer to someone. And you're going to attract someone that isn't ready for that either. And they're not going to be able to give you their whole selves. And so now we have a kind of a broken me and a broken me. And there's no way possible to have a healthy, strong we when you've got that type of situation going on. So just remember, it's not about necessarily how many days in a row. It's not necessarily about if you have a chip or you don't have a chip. It's all about where are you in your process of self-awareness, self-discovery, recovery, spirituality, and about are you a whole, are you whole? And once you're whole, are you whole enough to be able to share some of that? And that will attract the right person. That will attract a whole person that has something to share.